not enough of us give ourselves space to be creative, to make truly extraordinary marketing, because on the levels of awareness, you can have appropriate messaging based on how close they are to you. Welcome to Marketing with Matt. If you're an entrepreneur or business owner looking to create more margin in your life and business, you're in the right place. For more after the show, be sure to check out ProfitMoreWorkLess.com. What if you could make a free lead magnet that people believed was worth hundreds of dollars? That's what we're talking about today. So a little bit of counterintuitive marketing that uh, this is recent history and the hypothesis was this. If we just focused on giving out as much value as possible, people would feel overwhelmed with this this, uh, compelling force of reciprocity to buy our stuff. We would not try to sell anymore. We would have no intentional campaigns. We would have no promotions. All we would do is just focus on giving away as much valuable stuff as possible and just trust in reciprocity. That was a hypothesis. Um, I guess I'll, I'll, uh, I'm, I'm reporting it back to you because it worked. Um, but let me, let me talk to you about this idea of the hook and how I came up with this. And I'll give you a little backstory. So the backstory is, um, my kids for the last couple of years, we started doing these advent calendars. So it's like the countdown to Christmas and you got like 25 days and they put like all these little like free things in it. And, and so we did one for like trucks. They're really into trucks right now. And so every day you open it up, you get like a different, like, it might call it like a pusher truck or like a crane truck or like a dump truck. And they're little like, you know, 13 cent cars, plastic cars made in China. But they look forward to it every single day. And it was the greatest countdown to Christmas. And I like, I actually in the season learned about this tradition. Somebody else did is they, their parents would wrap all of their Christmas books every year. And then you'd unwrap it. And it was like, I'm next year, next year, that's what I'll do. But this idea of like, you already have a natural holiday, right? And so much of good marketing is just creating anticipation and also taking advantage of any opportunity to be loud. And so um, here is the end of the year. For me, this is a big holiday season. I, I Actually, I don't naturally celebrate as much, but my wife does. And so like, I feel like I'm learning better marketing from her. It's like, she is great about creating anticipation and excitement and you just feel better about whoever's brand it is, someone's half birthday. I care more about my kids' half birthdays now than I never would have even imagined possible. And it's because she does really good marketing internally for our house. And so that's the backstory. We understand Advent leading up to it. And the other factor that's going on here, in case anyone uh, hasn't heard me talk about this before, Q4 of the year, big spending time. If you're picking out a time to try and do stuff to get more sales, Q4 is a great time to do it because there are folks, we literally people like DM like days before the end of the year. It's like, Essentially, I've got money burning a hole in my pocket. What can I buy from you? And that's already happening naturally. I, I live in the same reality where if you do any sort of like tax assessment, you're like, oh man, I could, you're basically, you know, depending on your tax bracket saying like, oh, it's, it's like getting a 30% off coupon. Like I could, I could buy it right now and I would experience a benefit of this in like four, you know, five weeks or I could buy it next month and experience the benefit in like 13 months. And so you got all this buying behavior going on, holidays, all the pressure to buy. Advent working in there. And so I came up with this idea. I called it Sasmus. And it was a it was an advent count now where every day I would drop more and more freebies. And I just challenged myself to like how much uh possible free value could I deliver? It was interesting because uh it only backfired and I won't say it backfired. I only had one case of a person saying, Why do I even pay you? You gave me all the stuff that I wanted, so I'm just gonna stop paying you. <laughs> so and, and people are that's usually a fear. People have that fear of like 
if you if you give away too much stuff for free, like you got nothing left for them to buy. But here's in the in the net experience for us is we had a thirty percent greater customer acquisition. So like pick whatever that is. You know, for for you numbers, you're like, okay, if I I'll just use easy numbers. If you usually get a hundred people subscribing, it's like it's 130. It's like that's a 30% growth of customer acquisition that happened. And I had one one case of the person unsubscribed because they're like, I don't need to pay for your stuff anymore. You kind of gave me everything I needed. But in that space of freebies, I understand you need to pay to pay attention. And so a lot of folks, when you give out free stuff, they think this is garbage. Like you're giving away your trash. You're giving away unvaluable things. That's why you're giving away for free. And for me, I was like, well, no, I'm giving away for, I want to give you away, give away as valuable stuff as I possibly can. Um, the challenge was to find new categories of stuff because I didn't want to cannibalize other things that people had paid for. So I'm not just giving away our product. And so you're looking for like, how do I do this with lead magnet? And so here comes the story. Um, there is a, a book ironically titled uh, Great Leads. It has nothing to do with lead generation whatsoever. It's called Great Leads. It's by uh, Michael Masterson. I was gifted this book. I didn't buy it. Uh, I assume somebody had some hookup or knew them and it might've been one of the, the high level, not high level, but it, it, like a, a big mastermind, whatever that I was in. I think this is like one of the perks is like rare, hard to right. come by books. And I was finally getting around to read it. Like, I don't know what it was earlier, a few months ago. And I just, um, I was curious, actually, here's, here's what set off the, the story is I was like, I like audiobooks. I'm like, this is a book. I, I should do it. I want to listen to it. So I was like, I, I want to listen to it. I go, there's no audiobook. But the surprising thing is I find this book is for sale for like 300 to $500. And I'm, I'm just like astounded. I'm like, this, how, how is this on Amazon? You're like on Amazon and you're like, well, if you want to buy a used one, it's only $150. You're like, the used copy, like I've got a, this is at the time before I read it, I was like, this is like new. This is a three, $400 book. Right. But it got me thinking, like I've done book summaries before. I've read through books, given notes before, but they're like, what's the value of the, of, of the freebie? If I give you a book summary, you're like, well, it's worth my time, my insights. There's some value on it. But you're like, the book is 20 bucks. So value of my notes on the book. How much did you pay for that? You probably think I'd pay seven bucks. Maybe like I pay $50, but if you're trying to pick a quantifiable value, you're like, I wouldn't pay for that usually. Like there's actually in services that do this and they charge $10 a month, you know, $50 a month for, you know, all of their book summaries or whatever it might be. And so it's difficult to find value there. And so here's um, what I did is I, well, so because of the story, I realized I was like, here's this book that I have that's hundreds of dollars. So if I do the same thing that I would do for another book, Instead of being perceived to be worth $10, this is perceived to be worth hundreds of dollars just because the book happens to be worth that much. Like I kind of lucked into that scenario, but you got to kind of look for those stories. Like where's the opportunity where the same amount of work is worth more because of the context that goes around it. And so we're doing all these freebies, all sorts of cool, building a lot of anticipation. And this was the, um, this was the final, the final freebie. This was Christmas, my, my Christmas present um, to everyone. And there was like that story builds a ton of value there. And um, so what I did, so the other thing that I did about it, when you're trying to increase value, is I created my own audiobook. Now, if you're listening to this, I don't know if this is legal, so don't do what I'm doing before. <laughs> and um, I, I'm just saying, I thought of it like this. I was like, if I just had a book club and and read it to my friends, like I'm not selling it. I'm just inviting you in and you're just my friends and I'm not listening anywhere. This is publicly and you, you can't have it, but this is like, so a private 
you know, uh, reading is, is more of uh, what I like to position that as. But what I realize is now, now they're even more so. That's, this is like good gift giving. What would I have said? Wow, that is super valuable. And I really would, would have appreciated that is an audiobook. A thousand percent. Like that's what started this whole journey off. I wanted an audiobook. And so for myself, I'll tell you in the, in the, in the first chapter of this book, it is, it's a, it's a good book. It's a good framework. I'll, I'll give you, a, I can't tease you completely and leave you with nothing. So I, I will give you kind yeah. of my spark notes um, at the end of the show. But the part of it is they say, hey, like internalize this. Like this is a book designed not to just be read once, but to be read multiple times. Because there are some good concepts and I'll, I'll talk to you what the book's about. But I was like, darn it, if I'm going to internalize it, like I need to listen to it. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit down on my, you know, office chair for an hour a day and just read a chapter. Like that's not going to happen to me. But I might listen to it in the gym. Like there's other places. If I can get an audio, I can, re- I'll re-listen to books way more like I, I don't know if i've ever it's happened at times but like it's way more common for me to re-listen than to reread it's just a yep. different kind of commitment in my mind so hence my decision that i read into a microphone the entire book so i sat down and did story time with matt where i'm just reading the book and um and even even thought I was like oh, I could do a little like commentary between chapters. So I'm gonna be like, hey, here's the chapter, and then here's Matt's commentary on the chapter. So now you not only have the audiobook, and if you want, you can have chapters on like here's here's my thoughts about it, which is actually my favorite type of audiobooks. Like what I love those audiobooks that I get, where it's like, hey, they they read the book, but then also the author. Now I'm not the author, but it, you know, there's additional commentary happening behind it. So I go through this. How process. long did it take? Well, so I mean, I don't know eight hours like it's it like you gotta sit there and read time like you're just you're just like going and doing it you're buddy you're just like yeah Yeah. so uh my secret here is if you want to make something valuable just put a ton of time behind it and there it is (laughs) hard work uh is the punchline there's hard work is the secret hard work is the secret no i mean it was it was time invested but here's the here's what i love about it is i did it i was like i want this for me if I like this fills a need for myself, but there was also a cool intersection there of value anticipation. It was just, it was a cross section of a lot of, a lot of wins and possibilities. And I think not enough of us give ourselves space to be creative, to make truly extraordinary marketing. Um, because on the levels of awareness, you can have appropriate messaging or as the book calls them leads based on how close they are to you. So let me let me talk about the book. So this, this is a very meta thing happening here, but like actually yep. knowing the book made this process better. So there is uh, Gene Schwartz's framework for the levels of customer awareness. This is a old, old concept and I've heard this taught many times before and you may have heard of like there's uh, I think six, is it five stages? Five stages of awareness and it goes from unaware, problem aware, solution aware, product aware, and most aware. And if you think about it, like those are, you're going on the marketplace, you have folks that, Completely unaware. That's the majority of the marketplace. Then you right. got problem aware. That's still the bigger bucket. And then it kind of goes down from there where it's like they're solution aware. They know, they know what they need. They're product aware. They know, ex- they know what you provide. They actually know about your product. And then most aware, they're most close to you. Like they not only know your product, but they have like hung out with us and, and spent a ton, ton, ton of time with us. So my original intention with this book was getting our team on board with like, hey, understanding that here's the, the lens by which we can make our marketing better. Start to think about it in terms of talking to folks and the way that they want to be talked to or the way that's most effective and compelling for them based on what stage of awareness they're at. And that's kind of, that's the... um 
the summary for this book, so great leads, is basically saying there are different leads in the context of the book is talking about hooks. So basically, hear that as great hooks. They say the, the first, your first message, your first 100 words or whatever it is, is the most important. If you fail at that, it doesn't even matter what else you do. And if you do that really well, like everything else gets better. So first impressions matter. And, um, and if you make your hooks align with the awareness of the customer, you also get a dramatically better output there. And so what I realized for us, and I would say for like baby steps for folks, I typically say, focus on the problem. It's a big bucket. It's an addressable, it's, it's a big bucket that's kind of easy to address, right? Because it's, um, they're, they're problem aware. They're not necessarily solution or product or you aware, but they'll resonate with the problem. So that's a lot of our stuff. I just focus on being, be loud about the problem. You're going to be believed to be the best at solving it. But as you start to like go at this, they kind of pair those six or I guess five levels. They do five levels of that awareness and they come up with six different lead types or hook types. Uh, that is, is when you're starting off the conversation or the, your content, if you speak about it in this way, or if you start with these kind of hooks or frames, or they call them leads, uh, you're going to have a lot more effectiveness there. And so I guess to quickly, I guess, give you some tangible takeaway from there. They've got on your most unaware folks, the best types of hooks are pure story. They feel safe. They feel accessible. They are, uh, this is the classic example of um, the, is it the, the two men who grew up together? What's this? Was it the Wall Street Journal? There, it was like a journal story hook. And it says like, the, like, this is a story about two men. They grew up together. They went to college together. They had the same degree. They got about the same grades. They went off into the workforce together. And, you know, f- five years later, one of them is a, you know, VP uh, of the division. They actually work at the same company. And one of them is the CEO. The only discernible difference is that the CEO subscribed to the Wall Street Journal. What, what, I forget if it was the Wall Street Journal, whatever it is. I was good. I, I'm like, ooh, tell me more. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I know. And so this is, this is kind of a, um, I think in the copywriting world, a classic story frame and hook is you don't even know anything's being sold to you. So you forget for a moment that you're maybe even engaging with an advertisement because you're just drawn into the story. On the other side of it, for your most aware folks, you just need to make an, a very clear uh, no-brainer offer. Hey, 50% off, like buy three months, get three months free. Like that's it. That offer is gonna convert better for your most aware folks than the story would because your most aware folks are, maybe they've heard your stories before. They're like, right. I, don't, I don't need more stories. I just need a clear offer. So anyway, great book. Um, and if there's anything you could take away from, uh, this podcast, hopefully it's, if you can challenge yourself to be creative with the free content that you give away and, uh, um, seasons of anticipation, I think are incredibly powerful and just tactically and tangibly are the effective result that we saw. We changed nothing. It was a pure AB experiment of change, nothing only focus, like the only variable that we changed is we tried to give out as much free value as possible. And we saw, um, a dramatic lift. And the cool thing about how we ran our process there also is we could see the full journey. So now 
and the aftermath of it, if you're like, Matt, I know this, I'm listening to your podcast because I went through this whole process. Well, I'll tell you, you're going to, you're going to see if you're on the fence, you still haven't purchased anything from me, which is fine. No judgment, but I'm going to make you an offer because I'm like, you are the most aware. And so this was a, uh, building it up. So if you, you know, if you, if you didn't buy and you're like, I'm still there on the fringe and I'm like, I know everything you're saying, Matt, um, we are now trying to uh, figure out like what would be the compelling offer. And so hopefully you're okay with the compelling offer, but that's the, that was, there's the story. There's how we did it is, is I think we, one of the most effective lead magnets we got with the most positive feedback. And it was born out of a ton of anticipation. Yes, a good amount of hard work, but also a great story where I could have done this for any book and I, I found the book that had it. And so you can manufacture the same thing. Sure. If you see that, that, that space, that, that artifact, that thing that is hard to come by or whatever, it, it just is a great story in and of itself. I yeah. might advise now, I might go on Amazon and buy those crazy high price books just because the story is there. Right. Yep. And, and as you're thinking about free things that you can do that you can create, um, that will have lasting output. And so I guess I got to tease you. I, I don't, I don't got to tease you, but if you've listened this far, I kind of want to let you go through the process here. And I was so, going to say, how do they get it? How do they get it? I know that's, that's the question. I would love to tell you, you can go and get it, but we actually, uh, shut it down. So it, it was a seasonal thing. So as of right now, I don't have a, a way to get it. But here's what I say. If you want to get it and you're not subscribed to Margin Makers right now, I would say, uh, look, it, it's mm.hlprotools.com. Uh, I would go and subscribe to our newsletter. This is the um, newsletter that yep, I do every, that works. every Tuesday. And that will um, ensure that you see all these campaigns as they're happening. So if, if you want to participate and not miss out on any other freebies, subscribe to margin makers there it is i like it awesome um really good stuff and uh if you are an entrepreneur who has you know a friend or somebody else that you know needs this much amazingness in their life share this podcast with them thanks for tuning in for this week's marketing with matt check out profitmoreworkless.com to learn how we create high margin marketing also if you know someone who'd enjoy the podcast feel free to make a recommendation i'm sure they'll thank you for it okay bye for now